proudly presents The Don Haskins Show. The Don Haskins Show. Two hours of talk with the bear live from State Line Restaurant. Join KROD for dinner and conversation with the bear. For the next two hours, get into the mind of Don Haskins. Brought to you by EPT Management Company, Howdy's, El Paso Electric, Land America Lawyers Title of El Paso, McCrory's Pharmacy, Price's Creameries, Radisson El Paso Airport, The Rental Network, and Time Warner Cable. And now, live from the State Line, here are your hosts, Steve Kaplowitz and Don Haskins. And welcome, everybody, as we return to the State Line Restaurant. And for the next two hours, it'll be the Don Haskins Show here from 1222 Sunland Park Drive, the State Line. It's been our home all summer long. Steve Kaplowitz along with the Bear and Coach. We've got a very busy show today. Bob Kitchens is going to talk track and field with us, the legendary uh, coach here at UTEP. And then we've got the voice of the Miners, John Teicher from ISP. He'll be dropping by in the final hour of the show as well. Going to have a good time. It is going to be a nice oh, yeah. time. And probably one time. of the nicest evenings that we've ever had since we've been doing this show here from the State Line. Oh, it is gorgeous tonight. It's, it's great. Yeah. You think you can get cold before we leave? No, I don't oh, think so. Okay. Well, you're dressed for it. You've got, yeah. the, you've got the fleece on. You're, you're good to go right now, which is, uh, which, which is excellent. By the way, um, it is going to be a busy busy uh, next uh, few days locally as well as uh, nationally. We've got uh, the World Series right now. You a little surprised the uh, Colorado Rockies are, are in this thing against the Boston Red Sox? Well, I'm surprised they're in. Uh, I was shocked that they won what, 21 out of 22? Yeah. Then last night uh, uh, that was... That was I, ugly. Yeah, I, I don't know how you get past uh, uh, Ortiz and uh, uh, Martinez. I don't, know how, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, Manny Ramirez, else David Ortiz, as, as good as you're going to find right now. You're absolutely right about that. But it's only one game, and you're probably, uh, you probably know as, as good as anybody. If you just, uh, you know what, put that one game behind you and try to rebound the next night, it's a brand-new game. Everything's, uh, everything's different. Yeah, that's the way it is. Uh, well, we're going to miss part of that ball game tonight. Yeah, we are. But we've got, uh, luckily, we've got the computer set up out here, and we will be updating the scores uh, from the World Series. So I've got uh, everything ready to go for uh, Game Two of the series oh. tonight. So yeah, we can, we can watch a little. Yeah, we can. Good. We can watch it on the computer, Good. which is uh, which is perfect. By the way, I got to ask you this also: UTEP will not release the ticket count for the uh, football game this weekend because uh, you know we've in the past it's always been their policy Thursday and Friday to release the numbers. Obviously, not uh, a good sign. Um, if they won't release the numbers, they just said there are plenty and plenty of tickets remaining for the Miners in Houston on Saturday night. We have had lots of phone calls about this conversation, this topic, uh, all the last really couple weeks on the show. Um, it gets to the point, though, where you say to yourself, Coach, you know what, people, we sh it shouldn't really take us going on the air and hammering at home each and every game. This is a big game. This is a big game. Eventually, you figure that people just have to get it and have to understand that this is one of those games that could very well decide uh, the season for the Miners. I don't think there's any question about that, Steve. And, uh, you know, I've been around here a long time. Right. And uh, I can recall uh, when, uh, uh, you know, we'd have a year and coaches are trying hard, players are trying hard, and we'd have a year where uh, average attendance would be seven or 8,000. So myself, I'm elated to see, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about around 35,000. I think uh, uh, charging 20 bucks for the uh, parking places over, it's hurting. But uh, yeah. got to understand that uh, 
you know, we got our, our, I don't know what Bob makes here, and I'll tell you what, whatever it is, it isn't enough. But, uh, you know, we got football coaches making more money, uh, assistant coaches making more money than, than uh, head coaches in the past. And, uh, you know, I think he deserve it. I think you're doing a great job. I think uh, Mike Price, uh, 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 you know, how many, you know, this guy was national coach of the year a few years ago. Yep. And uh, he shows it every time we play. But I, I wish, uh, you know, I, I've been listening to you and I've heard fans talk. And seeing the crowds that I've seen in the past, uh, 35,000 sounds like a bunch. But, well, uh, it is a bunch. I, what, do you, uh, what, what is your guess? What are we going to have this weekend? I say somewhere between 35 and 40. So... Some, I people, think, some people have said less than 30. I think 30. it's wonderful. I, I don't think we're going to see less than 30,000 for this game. This I don't game either. Is, this game is too big. It means too much to have less than 30,000. Um, I guess maybe I've seen too many of the old bad times, but it yep. sounds pretty good to me. But I know that uh, uh, pro, it's costing more to travel. Yep. I know it costs more for coaches. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, we don't get state money. True. We, it, we've got a – comes from donations and and uh, selling tickets. So we're just kind of a pickle. We have next to us, and for this hour, we're going to be talking to um, UTEP track and field head coach Bob Kitchens. Track and field season will be starting up at, uh, in January, but right now we are in the middle of cross country. Team is ranked third in the country. And, Coach, you have told me many times that whenever we talk about who we're going to get on the show, which guests we're going to get, this man is somebody you have brought up probably for the last year in terms of uh, wanting to get him on this show with us. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I think Bob Kitchens is, is as good as they get. And uh, what he's done for uh, 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 track has been like impossible. I know, you know, we had a good track coach early when Wayne Vandenberg was only come here 24 or 25 years old. Yeah. And then, of course... Uh, uh, Ted Banks won a jillion uh, 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 championships. Uh, now, personally, I didn't care for that kind of track because it's all long distance. But we can go over now and watch a, a track meet where we've got, you know, we got sprinters. We got, uh, well, Bob will tell us all about it. But as far as I'm concerned, he's as good as they get. Bob, we appreciate you being here. Thanks so much for uh, spending the time with us. Well, and appreciate the invite very much. Thank you. If you haven't had a chance to see the cross-country team yet this season, they are heading into Conference USA Championships this weekend at Santa Teresa, and we are talking about a team that's ranked third in the nation right now. That's how good this cross-country team is. Well, Paul Ehring is our cross-country coach, and uh, he's my assistant, and and when we, when I hired him, our goal was to get this distance team back into the top echelon of the NCAA. And we've taken our recruiting and we've moved it towards that direction. And, and I think we've finally achieved the, the opportunity to make a run at the national championship. What's been the difference in terms of building this program up? I think the difference was is, is having uh, – your goal set and having having a focus on where you want to go with it and then finding someone that can implement those goals and and paul can do those things 
And this guy's a former world champion, former Olympic champion, and then former world record holder. So he understands what we need to do in order to get the program to that level. Well, it's been at that level, as you mentioned, very impressive all season long. Talk about uh, you know some of the individuals, some of the members on this cross country team that have been able to, to lead the miners and make such a difference. Well, Stephen Samoy is our is our number one runner and. It's really funny because Stephen was one of the first uh, recruits that Paul brought in here, and we brought in here, and uh, when he came in, <laughs> he was awful. <laughs> we took him to the first meet, and uh, he ran like 435 indoors in the mile. Women run that fast. And Paul looked at me, and he put his hands in his head, and I put my hands in my head, and he said, he said, that guy's not a Kenyan. <laughs> 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 but Stephen... Uh, made so much progress i mean he just worked and came along and he is running super right now i mean he is just on time he said well he's a three-time all-american how do you develop speed if, you, if you're somebody that as you mentioned ran a 435 mile how do you trim the time off and and really make such a difference like he has speed is a combination of a lot of things uh, strength work makes you strong you do this strength work and this base work and the base work and the strength work lead to the speed because you have to be strong in order to hold the speed. So you do drills and stuff like that for speed work, but basically you've got to do this strength work. And strength work makes you faster. It's a combination of two things. You've got to put it all together. It's like making a cake. It's, yeah. it's no different. You've got to throw in this ingredient, this ingredient, and then you pull this out and pull that out. And then every individual is different. And, but basically there's a set program that you want to do to get where you want to go. And there's, there's so much more to track and field than just going up there and telling somebody, okay, go out and run. It, it just, it's evolved so much further than that. that we have our goals set for uh, preseason, postseason, season, and we're still working all year long. Who's your strength coach? Well, we use, we use the strength coach over in the, in the Durham Center, but uh, used to, before we got the Durham Center, I, coach, I did all the strength work for the sprinters. And, and all our coaches coached individually the strength work individually. So we huh. still have a hand in what we're doing. There are certain things I want done in the weight room, and I tell them exactly what I want done. I know what yeah. works for me, and that's what I want. I don't need all this other stuff. I need certain basic things done. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the rest of the cross-country team and also talk about the track and field program with Coach Bob Kitchens, who's joining us as we get started here from the State Line Restaurant. More of the Don Haskins Show continuing right after this on News Radio KROD. KROD. Welcome back, everybody. As we continue, it's more of the Don Haskins Show coming your way from the State Line Restaurant. Our guest here in hour number one is UTEP Track and Field Head Coach Bob Kitchens. Folks, the barbecue emergency kits are available here. $11.99 plus tax per kit, a minimum of four kits, but this gives you everything you need to get yourself ready for that tailgate uh, party, that football game. If you want to watch NFL games with the State Line, brisket, sausage, beef ribs, chicken, coleslaw, potato salad, beans, bread, no order too big. Just let the State Line do all the work. You take all the credit. It's the barbecue emergency kits here from the State Line home of the legendary barbecue and the Don Haskins Show. And, Coach, uh, uh, we've got uh, right now Bob Kitchens here with us all hour long. I know uh, you had a question as we continue our conversation from well, the last section. I don't think Bob ought to be fe feeding that to his track guys. 
No. <laughs> they might not be able to run very fast. You know, one of the things I wanted to ask you is over the years I've noticed how many El Paso. You know, I always wanted to have as many El Paso kids as I could. And, of course, you know, you got to try to win right. first. And there, there was uh, one time I, I had a season where I had five El Paso starters. Now, those guys could all play. But how many – you always have a bunch of uh, kids from El Paso. Well, we, we're lucky sometimes to get some people that can walk on for us here and, and eventually earn some scholarships here. Uh, we've had kids in the past that, from El Paso that, well, Kenny Lucero made All-American for us uh, when I came in here. I mean, he was an All-American distance runner for us in cross country. And we've had some really good kids from El Paso come along and, and do well for us. And uh, uh, we'd like to keep every good kid in the city here. Uh, it's sometimes, though, it's not possible. Sometimes they just want to go out. And sit. How good is the quality of, uh, of talent in, in high school, uh, in El Paso High School? Well, I think it's like most things. You, El Paso is, is probably better known for distance kids than they is for anything else. Uh, um, so you don't, get the, you don't get a real big quantity of sprinters or jumpers here in the city that are, that are top-notch caliber. Every once in a while you find one that's just doing real well, you know, but... Uh, uh, basically, it's it's a distance running city, and 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 we've had some really good distance people in the past here. Eight eight zero five seven six three eight eight zero K R O D our telephone number. If you want to get into the program right now, the Don Haskins show, and have a question for the coach and uh, Coach Bob Kitchens as well. You know, it's funny you mentioned Kenny Lucero because he calls us from time to time, and Ken is one of those individuals that is so pro UTEP track and field football, basketball. He's a great ambassador, an ex-athlete who still is, keeps very, you know, very much active with the university athletic programs. When I first came here, Kenny was part of the program already, and, and I inherited him. And, and, and I was the distance coach at that time, so I got a chance to coach him. And uh, I, I hope I didn't mess him up too bad. He did earn All-American. But his mother and dad are, are such great supporters and, and, and followed him everywhere and really helped our track team. And and Kenny was one of those guys that just, I mean, he did, he's just one of those guys, really coachable. I mean, he just, you tell him what to do, and he did it. You mentioned Stephen Samoy earlier when we talked about the cross-country team ranked third in the nation right now. Why don't you go ahead and, uh, and, and mention the other four runners that are a part of this cross-country team. Well, Patrick Mutai is, is probably our number one or number two guy most every week, too. And, uh, and Patrick's been a, he has had some really, he's an All-American, uh, two or three-time All-American himself, and, and, uh, one of those guys that came in here as, as not a uh, highly touted runner, but has developed into a really good, solid runner and got great range, running anything from uh, steeplechase up to 10,000 meters. And then uh, Jappa the Kajoy is probably the youngest guy on the, on the cross-country team and, and came as a cross-country runner as a 10,000-meter guy. And both he and Steven have run 28 minutes for 10,000 meters, and that's awfully, awfully good. And uh, he's a little bitty guy, but he's got a great heart, and he will really he really lays it on the line for you. And then we have a young man named uh, Nicodemus Nick Nick Titch, and Nicodemus is is um, uh, just in his second year cross country running for us, and he's so, improved so much this year. And uh, then Dominic Tanui is a 147 half miler, but he runs great cross country, and the guy is 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 getting tougher and tougher every week. And right now he's our number uh, three or four guy. Do we have individuals that very well could excel in the professional ranks after their college days are over? There's no doubt about that. These guys have some talent. It, it, sometimes you need opportunity, though. You know, talent's not enough. You have to have opportunity. You have to be able to stick your foot in the door and, and uh, have a chance to run against the very best. And these guys, though, I, all these guys could be 
have a chance to put us on the map this, this outdoor, indoor, and outdoor season. When you look at the success that this uh, team has had both in cross-country and, and in track and field, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, sp I'm, I'm curious in terms of sponsorships. Do you suddenly get Nike and some of the big uh, manufacturers after and, and wanting to brand themselves with UTEP track and UTEP cross-country because the national championships and the ratings and the rankings and, and so on and so forth? You know, that's funny you ask that because in 1994, we're second in the national outdoor meet. Uh, we were third indoors and we were second outdoors. And we go around and we start talking to companies trying to get a shoe sponsorship. We couldn't get anybody to sponsor us. Not one company would sponsor us. With a second and third yeah. rating nationally. Because right now, all of the shoe companies, they don't go and pick up individual sports anymore. They pick up schools. And so what they're looking at is, is, is the football and the basketball to tie in with the whole sports program. Mm -hmm. Now, right now, we do have a deal with Nike, okay, based upon the last two years. But the, and it wasn't based upon the whole school. It's yeah. based upon them finally coming and picking, we talking to them and picking us up. And we have a little deal with Nike, but uh, it's, uh, it certainly wasn't there in the beginning. It's a shame that track and field does not get the attention with the sponsors and some of the other national um, you know, groups that, that it deserves. And you know, 30 years ago or 40 years ago, UTEP was put on the map through the track and field program and basketball. And you would think that companies like Nike, who are so big with runners and, they're in, and, and just trying to brand themselves with running, would, uh, would, would be just jumping in and, and trying to endorse that. Well, you know, track and field, is the tradition here at UTEP is basketball and track and field. And if you look at the tradition of what track and field and basketball have done at this school over the years, it's been very, very consistent. When Don was, was coaching the basketball team, every year you knew they were going to be a contender, they were going to be a front runner, and you knew the quality of basketball we were going to play. Same thing in track and field. Track and field, the tradition is so good. You walk in our office and there's 450 to 500 All-American certificates on the wall. There's uh, over 100 national championships individually. Uh, since I've been here in the, in the 19 years, we've had 18 national uh, champions. We've uh, had over 200 All-Americans. Uh, it's just something that carries on year after year after year. Are the crowds better, worse, or the same now than they were 19 years ago when you arrived in El Paso? Um, in some respects, they're a little better because they're more knowledgeable about what we're doing. In some respects, they're worse because... They won't come out, you know, if the weather's not just so-so, you know, if there's a little problem there. But the good thing about El Paso is we have great weather and we have great people. You also have a great facility. Yeah, and Coach and I, we've talked about this before. Coach, you brought up the well, days of, uh, of when you used to go in a 10-track and field meet yourself. Oh, did I? Um, I think the biggest problem that Bob has is he spoiled the town. We expect it. You know, he said, well, I, I wasn't aware uh, I didn't read the paper this morning. There was an article in there, but us being uh, one of the top three cross-country teams in the country. Bob, I want to ask a stupid question, real stupid. Okay, we're going, and you go out to Santa Teresa on Saturday. How far do you run in a cross-country meet? Well, in the conference championships, we're, the men are going to run 8K, which is basically five miles. And the women. And, uh, that's how much a piece. Uh, each each person runs five miles. Oh man! Every person runs five miles. We line up. A, uh, the teams all line up together across the starting line. They fire the gun. Everybody takes a lot of like a herd of buffalo, 
And yeah. so uh, that's the way we run the cross-country meet. And then the, the team with the lowest score wins. The first guy comes in, gets one point. second guy comes in, gets two. And you score your top five runners. Yeah. And so uh, the team with the lowest score wins. What's the average time we usually see for the five miles? Uh, here at this altitude, we, the altitude slows you down here. So we're probably looking at uh, low 24s, maybe high 23 minutes for five miles, which is basically under five minutes per mile. Yeah. That's still pretty impressive when yeah. you look at everything and, and really, uh, you know, throw this into consideration. Now, it's uh, funny. Go ahead, Coach. Oh, I was going to say I've watched uh, and, and I, I've wondered, you know, how far uh, are they running? Yeah. And, um, um, you know, I used to watch track guys, uh, you know, out of, uh, go up Mount Crystal Ray. They leave the, leave the dormitories. And uh, I followed them up there a few years ago, and I thought, I wonder where in the heck these guys are going. They go all the way to the top of Mount Crystal Ray, mm -hmm. turn around, and run all the way back. How far is that, Bob? I have no idea. I've never run Mount Crystal <laughs> Ray. I don't know. And another thing it's to it, I'm not going to either. Well, it's got to be. It's pretty good distance. It's got to be yeah. tw 20 miles, maybe. Yeah. How's the course at uh, Santa Teresa where we'll have the uh, CUSA championships? It's going to be a very good course. It's going to be fan-friendly. You're going to be able to see a lot of the, of the uh, action going on, but it's just standing near the finish line and starting line. And uh, But it's got one hill on it that's going to test some people. And Which hill is that? It's over on the, on the uh, front. Uh, it's about number – the one when you go up about number two, one and two on the fairway there. Uh, you're going up that short, you're going up that hill, and the top of the they tee do, box. They don't run in the fairway then? Yeah, they run the fairway, but they're going to go up over a tee box at number two and then right on up towards number one I know and where right you back mean. down. Yeah. I know where you mean. Now, uh, who's going to be the, uh, I guess you're obviously the favorites. You're third in the country. Is there anybody in CUSA that, that should give you a, a pretty good run for your money? Tulsa. Tulsa's ranked number 16th in the country themselves. So we've got a couple of really good teams in in the NCAA. Anytime you're in the top 25 in the NCAA, uh, uh, you're, you're a good team. Yeah. And Tulsa's going to come here, and they're going to be trying to, to get after us pretty hard. I wonder how the elevation could affect Tulsa since they're not used to training in the same kind of elevation conditions like, uh, like the miners. Well, I think it'll affect them some, especially if they try to go out too hard. If they go real aggressive the first mile or two, they're going to be coming back to us pretty fast. Yeah, absolutely right. All right, 880-5763, 880-KRD, 631 is now the time. We are out here live on the patio at the state line. It is as beautiful a night as you will get here as we get set for uh, our final Don Haskins show here from the state line. We'll come up, uh, we'll come back and join uh, Coach Bob Kitchens and later on the show, John Teicher. Come on down, folks, join us. You could win. Dinners for two to the state line. We'll also be giving away tickets for the Miners in Houston. I've got a pair of tickets also for the Extreme Cage Fighting Shockwave. That's going to be coming uh, Saturday night to the Pan Am Center in Las Cruces, along with some certificates from Coach Z's Baseball Academy. More with Coach Bob Kitchens coming up next right here on News Radio KROD. K-R-O-D. Six thirty-five, the time as the uh, Don Haskins show continues here from the State Line Restaurant. We're outside on the patio and uh, continuing our conversation right now with the UTEP head track and field coach, 
Bob Kitchens, along with, of course, the Bear, Don Haskins. want to remind you also, uh, folks, that we have been uh, kind enough to receive some extra prizes from the UTEP Alumni Association. They have given us a couple of beautiful gray uh, UTEP uh, t-shirts, UTEP alumni t-shirts, along with uh, UTEP footballs as well. So we will be giving away those. And don't forget, you still have room to uh, get set for the big alumni party that will be happening in Houston for the Miners and Rice. That will be coming up, I believe, 2 o'clock. That will be starting at 2.30. 10.30, my apologies, that's right, 10.30 for uh, the tailgate party for uh, UTEP and Rice. And if you want to, just uh, call the alumni office or go online. They'll give you all the information on that. Um, also, folks, uh, this uh, weekend, the alumni tailgate party before the Houston game will get started at 4 o'clock out at the Sun Bowl. So you can get involved with that as well. Want to update the uh, World Series right now with uh, game number two. Willie Tavares was hit by a pitch. And Kazmitsui has just flown out to center field. So one on, one out, top of the first inning, scoreless between Colorado and Boston. It is Schilling against Jimenez. We'll update you on that game throughout the course of the show here tonight. And again, if you want to get in and have a question uh, for either Coach Haskins or Coach Kitchens, 880-5763-880-KROD, our telephone number, as the sun uh, continues to set on a gorgeous uh, Thursday night out here at the State Line Restaurant. Coach, I know one of the things uh, you wanted to touch on next was uh, obviously track and field, since that season will be coming up in just a couple of months. And as always, expectations very high for this UTEP track and field team. We, uh Track, any, any, anything we do, if it's cross-country, uh, whatever, women's. Talk, uh, Bob, tell us a little about the women. We That's get, right. We get some women athletes. Let's talk well, about the women's cross-country team, Coach. Well, the women's cross-country team is led by Kelly Young, and, and uh, Kelly's uh, been our number one runner all year long, and she's done a great job. And, and really, this weekend, she's looking at probably uh, top five uh, individuals. Is she went El Paso? No, she's from Australia. Australia. <laughs> Australia. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, but we've got, a, we've got a freshman on this team named Briessa Montavo from El Paso, and she's going to be an outstanding runner. She is really a, uh, a good young talent. You get a chance to recruit from all over the globe, Kenya, Australia. How do you do it? How do you find ways to attract athletes from everywhere? You know, we've got a history and tradition of, of recruiting athletes from all over the world, and, and we've got a lot of alumni out there. And we have to, and we, and, but we know a lot of coaches, too, all over the world, and we've got a lot of contacts. And we don't have a big recruiting budget. We have never had a big recruiting budget. And, and when we send someone, we send somebody maybe one trip a year, maybe to somewhere, you know, uh, uh, outside the United States. But the rest of the time, we do all our recruiting by telephone. And so we have to really know what, what the athlete's about. We have to look at them academically, uh, athletically, and so forth. And so it, it's not very easy. It's really pretty tough. Calls to Australia have got to rack up in price after a while. <laughs> it can't be a cheap phone call, that's for sure, when you talk about uh, using the phone to, to recruit. And do you try doing that? Do you, do you utilize email a lot when you, when you spend so much time recruiting outside of the country? Yeah, we, do. we use email and we, we use telephone, but our, our yeah. telephone bills are bigger than our recruiting budget so because it, it, we have to use cell phones so much. Yeah. We just can't you know, get up and uh, travel at work. Uh, Steve, that's an amazing <laughs> thing about uh, our track team at UTEP. Uh, <laughs> their recruiting budget, um, I, I used to know, and I'm not going to say, but it's pretty little. <laughs> and I just don't see how this guy does it. I don't see how you can send... Uh, I didn't know how many trips you made, 
But I knew you couldn't make many because I knew you didn't have much money to do it with. No, that's true. We just couldn't do that. But, uh, you know, we've been real fortunate and, and had some good contacts and, and got some good people in here. And then I've been fortunate to have some good assistant coaches, too. And that's, that makes my job a lot easier. 880-5763, 880-KROD. I do understand that uh, we've got a, a new scoreboard uh, on the way, and I'm excited about that. Bob Stoll mentioned that two weeks ago when he was here, and I know you're smiling because it seems like each of the last three or four times we've had you on Sports Talk, you have discussed wanting a scoreboard that could definitely take this uh, program up to the next level, and uh, I'm happy to, to say that it's, it's finally going to be happening for you. You know, I've been here, like I said, 19 years, and I and I don't know how much longer I'm going to coach, but I thought that I'd be going out, out here and never have a scoreboard, you know. But we had a, a donor come up this year and uh, and said to ask me, says, Bob, what do you need? And I said, well, I'd like to have a scoreboard. He said, what'll that cost? And I told him, and he says, well, let's see about making that happen. And, and by well, God, he didn't make it happen. And it's going to be a video board. That's it's, incredible. It's going to be unbelievable. I, I just, I'm so thankful we have people out there that are willing to step up and yeah. help our track program and, and make us a, a better program. Can you say who that was? No, I can't right now. He, right. Later on, I will. Uh, he, 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 didn't want, he didn't want any acknowledgement. Yeah, he those are the you know, ones you yeah. got to like. Uh, oh, yeah. The ones that want to help people. you that don't want. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, I remember <clears throat> we used to have a couple car dealers that, you know, give coaches cars, and uh, their picture was never in. They didn't want them in. They wanted to be anonymous. Well, that's good. They wanted to stay anonymous, which is yes, nice. Yes, they yeah. did. That's, yeah. that, that's what it's all about. I, it it kind of tells it when you say uh, whatever kind of car it is, but uh, <laughs> well, they, the fact, they didn't care to have their picture. The fact that you have a donor that asked you what you want and is giving you what you want and making this a reality, that shows you how this program has started to come up now and, and, and made that jump to the next level. Well, I think it, it, it lends some credibility to our program. We're, we're, we've been pretty good over the years, and, and we've been consistently pretty good over the years. And, and, again, that's not because of me. That's because of the people I have working for me and, and, and oh, the work we've I don't, done. Oh, I don't buy that. <laughs> not one bit. Uh, that's, that's what I was saying at the very beginning, this thing, the incredible part is uh, every year, every, each and every year, yeah. we have a great track team. But you've always and, said... But you've and always, I, I, I'm, I'm like everybody else. I expect it. But you said years ago, and everybody would always compliment you about how great of a coach you are, you've always said you're as good as your assistants. It was, that would come out of your mouth, too. You would always give the assistants, just like Coach not Kitchens. As much as, you would give the assistants credit. Not as much credits. as I should. Uh, I think... Uh, see, basketball, you get five guys. You know, Bob's got... Uh, you you got guys coaching, you know, different things, and he can't be all of those places at once. So, exactly. uh, uh, but <clears throat> in the morning when they have their meetings, he's the guy that tells them what to do. Well, that's how, uh, talk about your staff. How how uh, extensive is your well, assistant? Uh, uh, you know, when I came here, I had I had two assistants, and now I've got four. And so there's been, Bob's been very good to us and letting us add some people here on our staff and everything like that. And, and, but the number one assistant I have right now is a, is a former hammer thrower here, national champion, Mika Loxner. And, and what a coach he is. I mean, he's a great coach. He's, he's, a, he's a really great guy. He's got two degrees from UTEP. He's got a master's in business. And, and he's a smart, smart guy. And he does a great job coaching. He works really well with the kids. 
And then our number two guy is Paul Ehring, our cross-country coach, and, and he's done an excellent job since he's been here. And our jump coach is Calvin Robinson, and Calvin does a great job. We've got a young man on our team, be a senior this year, Michael Hanani, mm -hmm. that uh, you know, has a chance to be national champion. He's jumped 7'6 uh, in the high jump. He's jumped over 25 feet in the long jump. He's jumped over 50 three in the triple jump. He's just a great athlete. I mean, just a great athlete. You landed him from SMU. Yeah, he transferred in because SMU dropped their men's program. And I said, okay, let's see if we can get that guy here. I mean, mm -hmm. no reason not to. And then our last assistant is a, is a young lady who's just been here two years, Amy Henry, and she's coaching the hurdlers for us. Well, the assistants uh, obviously have, have done the job along with your, uh, along with your athletes. And um, you add everything in. Kidfield, with that new uh, scoreboard and video board, when that comes up, is going to be a destination not only for fans and all the media attention you're going to receive, but for recruiting. That's going to do wonders when you try to bring people into this program. Well, we, we think it will. They think it, add, it enhances the program and, and, and what you can do to the program to do something that attracts a young person. You never know what's going to attract them. I guarantee you, you bring them in, you think you're, you're selling them the right thing and you're trying to sell them on academics and you're trying to sell them on the university's uh, yep. uh, program and everything like that and they go somewhere where they don't have anything. <laughs> you know, you never know about recruiting. You we have, yeah, we have a, a great track. Hey, uh, <clears throat> Bob, I don't, I think I've got the name right, but I was sitting up um, in the stands one time, never forget it, track meet on Saturday. Peter Farmer, wasn't he a hammer thrower? That's right. That's well, right. he tried throwing right in my lap. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that thing coming, and there was a bunch of us sitting there. You talk about people scattered. I bet. Um, what, what is a hammer? Hammer weighs 16 pounds. Oh. And, and that thing with the velocity behind it, once they get that generated, it, 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 it kill, it'll kill. He didn't even holler four. <laughs> <laughs> so you just looked up, you saw a hammer coming at you, and you, got, you scattered, got out of there as fast I as possible. I know one thing. Uh, uh, there was nobody uh, close to where it landed. <laughs> <laughs> 6.45 the time. We'll take another time out. Come back, wrap up hour number one with UTEP track and field to head coach Bob Kitchens. Want to update the uh, World Series. Uh, the Rockies have scored. So it is one nothing Colorado. They did get a run off of uh, Boston's Kurt Schilling, and they will move now to the bottom of the first inning in that one. We're back. More in a moment from the State Line Restaurant, home of the legendary barbecue and the Don Haskins Show, right here on News Radio KROD. Welcome back, everybody. As we continue, 6.48 the time. It's more of the Don Haskins Show from the State Line Restaurant. We were talking earlier about the, uh, some of the El Paso talent. And, uh, Coach, uh, I think it's very interesting to note you have a variety of runners from El Paso. John Alipio from Franklin High School. He's a senior in the sprints. You also have Bobby Gamboa. Uh, in the, he's a jumper from Burgess High School. Um, you also have Ray King from America's High School in El Paso. He's a junior with the sprints. Daniel Lujan, sophomore from Montwood High School. Different events for uh, Lujan. Carlos Montijo, a freshman from Franklin High School in the sprints. Right there, we're talking about five El Paso kids that all get a chance to run for you in this program here at UTEP, and I think that's great. Well, we, we want kids from El Paso to come out for our team, and we'll give them an opportunity. We'll give them everything anybody else get, uh, whether they're on scholarship or not. We want them to be out there. Uh, you never know who's going to be a who's going to be a player. You just don't know. I mean, you got to give them an opportunity, and if you give them an opportunity, you don't know what's going to happen. Well, as you mentioned, um, Samoy was very raw when he first came and arrived, and you developed him into one of the great uh, you know one of the great distance runners in the country. 
Well, you know, it's, it's, it's about giving a kid a chance and giving him an opportunity to do something and, and helping him with his, with his program. And a lot of these kids, you know, you don't know what their diet's been like. You don't know what their home situation's like. Uh, some of them come from great homes. Some of them come from homes where they have, haven't had great opportunity. And so you just give them an opportunity, and sometimes they blossom for you. Coach? Um, Bob, I would be willing to bet a little money if we could go back in time that you couldn't make me any faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, we don't know. <laughs> um, Bob, we always talk about uh, what we can do to try to increase attendance for uh, UTEP football games. That's been a popular one here. What about for track and field? What can be done to try to really boost the numbers and get as much um, you know, interest in terms of attendance and, and, and just overall uh, community involvement with this track and field program? i tell you what I've always believed. I've always believed that, that you don't marry who you don't know. And, and I know that's an old saying, but I really believe that. I, I believe, you know, if you, if you haven't read about people and you don't, and you can't get interested in somebody you don't know. Yeah. So you've got to read about them and you've got to see them on TV and you've got to read about them in the paper. And then you take an interest in them and you say, well, I'd like to see this guy run. I'd like to see this young lady jump. Uh, uh, and if you, if you get more, we need more publicity about our track team. Uh, these young people deserve it. It's not like we don't deserve it. I don't, I don't want anything for people we're not doing well. If we're not doing well, hey, you don't have to give me anything. But if we're running well or we're, we're, we're doing something good, then give the young people their due. And their due as much as anybody else. I'm not asking for more. Yeah. But I think once you do that, then that gives the people a chance to say, you know, that person's pretty good. And I want to see her before she graduated. We've got a young lady on our team right now, Damolo Osiami. She was eighth in the world championship series, the only non-professional that made the finals and finished eighth. She won the African championships in the 100 and 200, and she was eighth in the world championship in 100 meters. And she's going to be a senior this year on our track team, and probably nobody knows about it. I was going to say the exact same thing. Nobody knows about it. No. I don't. No, and she's excellent. She's just an excellent athlete. Hey, Bob, a couple of years ago you had a guy, um, I can't think of his name. Now, you talk about a guy that could run. Uh, and he went professional, and uh, I think you told me before the show, he, you got him back in school. Right. It's Randy Martina. He right. never left That's school. Right. And what I told him was this. I said, now, you can go professional. And he went, and you can't tell him not to. I mean, they're going to make some money. They're going to make pretty good money. But I told him, I said, I will not coach you unless you stay in school and get your education. And he stayed in school. Uh, Nike's paying for his education, and, and the guy is probably about a year away from graduating. That's a great story. Has the uh, cross-country program received enough uh, publicity and, and media attention, in your opinion? No, no. I mean, if you're third a team in the country, and, and this is the first week that we've actually gotten really good play, uh, I, I don't think so. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it's like anything else. If we're, I've always said that if, I, if you don't have a ball in your hand, people think you're not a sport. Yeah. And, and, and so... Uh, track and field sometimes uh, is its own worst enemy too, uh, with all the bad publicity we get too on the drugs and stuff like that. But these college kids, if they if they're your number three in the country, among all Division One schools, you've done something. You've made a statement. What's next after the CUSA meet at Santa Teresa coming up this weekend? <clears throat> then, in two weeks, we go to the regional meet uh, in uh, Utah. And we've got to finish high there to go to the Nationals. And then after that, two weeks later, we go to the National Meet. 
Bob, who covers you in times? Uh, Bill Knight is covering us now, and, and Bill's a great guy. Boy, I mean, he, he is. is. He's a great guy, and he's a great guy. He writes really great articles. He's a good writer. TV-wise, do you? I mean, have you seen some TV crews come over and, and do some stories? Only on you? this week. Only really? this week. First time this year. First time all year. Yeah, just basically this year. All stations, I would assume. Yeah, yeah all the all stations right. have but, been there. But why? Why should it take till now to make this happen? And then we had to call them to come out. But we're, they just—I yeah. don't know. I guess they think we're not newsworthy. Well, I'll tell you this much, folks. 10.30 <laughs> is when the men's race will begin at Santa Teresa. Women's race at 11.30. Admission is free. You're talking about the number three team in the country. Coach, I'm as guilty as anyone. Um, we'll do our best to try to really get things rolling into to, uh, the playoffs and then into a track and field season as well. And we always appreciate you coming down and joining us. Steve, thanks for uh, having me. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate hey, being here with Don. Thank you a lot. And uh, are they going to have that fixed where, you know, I don't get around very good? Uh, where a person could come out and sit in their, in their car and watch? Uh, you can, let me tell you something. If you want to come to meet and you want to watch, we'll put you up on top of the road there next to the track. You know, the one goes down toward, uh, down towards Memorial Gym up there, away from Holiday Hall? You can sit right there and look right at your car. No, window. no, I thought you were talking about this. I'm talking oh, you about mean the cross, oh, cross country? Oh, yeah. No, it's going to be it's going to be, be very hard because you yeah. can't. No, huh? It's no. all right. Coach, again, thank you for so much for joining us. We're going to come back hour number two next thank from the State Line Restaurant right here on News Radio KROD. El Paso's.